Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday morning. This is Chat with Chap, and I'm your host, Ginger Wade. And I was just thinking as I was getting ready here, I feel like it's been forever since I've talked just with you guys. I mean, it's been forever. I guess last week I was on with Representative Tom Jones. Three weeks ago I was with Dorenda. I had a few vacation weeks here and there this past summer. But here I am. I'm back here chatting with you. And we are going to have a really good conversation this morning about supervisors, that supervisor word in our affidavit and our homeschool um, paperwork in the law. What does it mean? We're going to talk about that. But first, I wanted to thank all of you who have subscribed and have liked our podcast and videos out there. If you think this is helpful, if you think there are other homeschoolers that need to know this information, please like the video here on Facebook, Facebook or on YouTube in uh, Spotify, wherever you're listening to the podcast, we do have um, opportunities there for you to write responses to the podcast. So feel free to do that. Comments on YouTube. I try to address all of those and, um, you know, encourage others to subscribe so that they know about us. There's a lot of information here and I've been running into a lot of people locally recently who want to help others but don't have the appropriate information and I'm like there's lots of videos out there that explain all the things that you want to help people with you just need to point them to where they're at so now we have them here on Facebook we have them on Spotify on iTunes on Google Play or wherever it is that you get your podcasts it's on YouTube that's everywhere so just please let people know that it's out there they can get help uh, through these videos so our tip of the day is to read the law we're going to talk a little bit about the law today. So homeschoolpennsylvania.org, you want to read it out there, know what it says, and read it for what it does not say also. That's important. So today we're going to talk about supervisors. So if you have homeschooled for any amount of time, especially if you've read the law or if you've filed the homeschool paperwork of any kind, you know there's this word supervisor in there. Supervisor. What is the supervisor? Well, really... It's uh, you. <laughs> it's the mom or the dad who is making sure that the homeschooling is happening. Um, who is in charge of the homeschooling? Who is taking the ultimate responsibility for the homeschooling that is happening in your home? That is the supervisor. So let's look at some definitions of supervisor. I was just wondering what the definition of it is these days in the dictionary. And so... Supervisor, there's two definitions I wrote down. One who is in charge of a particular department or unit, as in a governmental agency or school system. And B is one who supervises. Ah, so what does supervise mean? So supervise means to manage or direct or to be in charge of. And it also means to oversee or direct, to superintend, to inspect with authority. So I'm thinking about number two there, to inspect with authority, uh, kind of like being an inspector. That kind of makes me think that you're not choosing the work that is done. You're just checking to make sure that the work was done right or completed or well, maybe. Uh, I think about like the clothing, you know, quality inspected by Inspector Q or whatever it is that you see, right? That they didn't make the shirt, but they're just making sure that the shirt doesn't have a hole in it. I don't know. That's kind of what I'm thinking about with that definition. This is like someone else decides what work is done and make sure the work gets done and you just make sure that the work was done. Or I don't know. So I don't know. 
it's okay to, to, to make sure the job well done, but you're not involved with the direct work. That's what that definition sounds like to me. That's not what I'm thinking of for a homeschooling supervisor. So homeschooling supervisor, we're managing, we're directing, we are in charge of, we're the head honcho <laughs> making the decisions, right? So directing something, being in charge, you're making the choices. You as a supervisor are making the choices for your children. You are the one who's doing the research. You're checking out curriculums. You're checking out co-ops. You're checking out your kids' learning styles. You're checking out your teaching style. You are doing the work behind the stuff that's going to happen. You pray over the work that needs to be done. You are praying over who needs what. How should we spend our time? How should we approach this homeschooling? Uh, If you don't do it, it's not going to get done, right? If you don't delegate it, it's not going to get done. So as supervisor, it's your responsibility. So in the end, really, it's your responsibility. Homeschool in your home for your children, for your family, is your responsibility as the supervisor. So I think of it this way. I direct plays, uh, shows. Right now we're in the fall play season. So if you've ever done it, if you've ever directed anything, even a little skit that you know that there's many working parts in a play. All those little bits, right? So, and as it grows and it becomes a bigger deal and a bigger production, there's more added to what is going on with doing a stage show. So as it grows, I either need to do more work or I need to delegate it to someone else to do some work for me. So if it's not assigned somewhere to someone, it doesn't get done. So that's okay if we're talking about a fringe thing like extra lobby decor, but it's not okay if we're talking about something major like costumes, <laughs> okay? So at any rate, it's all on me because I'm the director. I gotta make sure that it gets done. So we're thinking about this as a homeschool supervisor. Let's bring it back to the supervisor role. So you are supervising, you are in charge, you are making the decisions. So it's your responsibility to make sure that the big stuff happens. If the fringe stuff doesn't happen, no big deal. And I'm thinking big stuff. I'm thinking read, write, basic math. I mean, there are some things that we need to learn and we need to teach our children that are core. Um, knowing Christ as Savior and trusting him in all things. I mean, that's the first thing, right? That should have been first on my list. That is the major responsibility that we're doing. Is this responsibility big? Well, yeah. You have to be responsible for someone else growing them up from infancy to an adult. Yeah, that's a big responsibility. Is it scary sometimes? Absolutely. But again, like as we're walking through this, we're learning to rely on God. We're learning to trust in him, right? He's called you to do this homeschool thing. It will be the best thing, not only for your kids' education, but for you and for your kids' growth, relationally, with God, with each other. Um, And God will not leave you or forsake you in any of it. He's not going to leave you high and dry. Even in the difficult times, he knows what is best for you guys and what's going to develop you guys in the way that he needs you developed, right? So the challenge of homeschooling is what draws you near to him, okay? It's teaching you to trust him more each and every day. He wants to bless you abundantly. You need to trust him, even through the hard stuff, through the good stuff, through the victories. Uh, Trust in him. 
So in this way, your homeschool is as important to you as it is to your children. That's a really interesting thought. I've grown so much in my 17 years of homeschooling. I've, I've learned to release things where I never wanted to release things. I like control. I like to know what's coming. I like to make sure it's going according to my plan. And homeschooling and raising children has really taught me to learn to release those things. And it's harder, I think, to release those things when you're not with your children all the time. Because I think we're a little more lenient when we're not with them. Because we want to be with them and we want it to be joyful. We don't want to always be having hard times with our kids when we're with them if we're never with them, right? We want to have some good memories. So when we're with them all the time, it affords us the time to be able to go through those challenging moments and have moments where we don't disagree so that we both can benefit and we both can grow. Um, and I know some of us are afraid of that growth process. We're afraid of facing our sinfulness. Um, yeah, everybody is, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but it is for the best and it's amazing, right? It's amazing to release things to God in that way. So as being with supervisor, yes, it is a big responsibility, but you're never going to be forsaken in it. God will always walk you through it. And you and your children will be better because of it. But just remember that it is your responsibility, okay, to make sure that the growth happens and the direction is there. So I wanted to jump back to that first definition that I read about supervising. So uh, it, it wasn't about the actual supervision part, but it said uh, one who is in charge of a particular department or unit as in a government agency or school system. Now, I thought this was fascinating that it specifically mentions the government and a school system in the definition of supervisor. Hmm. So one thing I want to bring to your attention is that you're in charge of a department or a unit, your little home unit there of education. So you're in charge of that unit. However, don't make this a government school unit. Okay, don't bring government school, public school system into your home. Okay, that government school system is not working. It's not working. And if we're honest, we know it's true. When we look at what's being taught, just how things are being taught. It's not a fit for everyone. Are there things that are good to learn, like sitting still and listening? Absolutely. But is it is it proper to force a person to learn everything that way? No, no, it's just not. Is it good to learn how to be still and listen and respectful? Yes. <laughs> but generally, you're probably not going to learn that way. But anyway, let's think about normal. Our society thinks of school, normal school, at this point, it's 100 years or so-ish, of the public school system. We think of that's normal school. But really, like I said, it's only been around for 100 years um, we've been very well trained to think that that is normal school, that there are professionals that know exactly what our kids need and we can't do it and whatever. Uh, we need to release that. We absolutely need to release that. If you saw our post just a few days ago, I think it was last week, we had posted something about all these people who were homeschooled that invented amazing things and did amazing things. They were homeschooled. Uh, they learned at home and education for thousands of years leading up to the 1900s was done at home. So 
let's try to unprogram the normal way of doing school and think of it in a different way. So in a government school situation, parents don't have any authority. Um, and what I've been learning is that the school board really doesn't have much authority either, because guess what? The school board isn't choosing the curriculum for the school. Some unelected body is choosing the curriculum for the school. At least that's what's happening in my school district. And if you wonder about that, go find out. And I know you don't public school, but there's other kids and other people that you know that are in the public school. And if they're thinking that they're electing the school board and then the school board is choosing the curriculum, they might be wrong. So that was like a big, huge flag for me. So that's just a little aside there. But okay, let's get back to authority in homeschool and supervising. So who is the authority in the homeschool? The definition was about authority and being in charge. Well, that's the supervisor. The supervisor does what? What's the supervisor in charge of in your homeschool? Hey, guess what? You're in charge of everything. You're in charge of everything. So you get to do the paperwork, right? That's on Homeschool Pennsylvania. You can check it out. The school does not approve it. I wanted to remind you of that. The school does not approve your homeschool. Don't say, oh, the school sent me my letters of approval. No, no, no. The school does not approve you. I know schools think that they do, but they don't. You're there. They are the paperwork drop-off area, and that's it. Okay, number two, you got to get an evaluator. You choose the evaluator as the supervisor. You are making the choices. And not only do you make the choices, the school district does not have to know who your evaluator is. Some have been asking that recently. Don't let them do it. It's not in the law. And number two, the evaluator does not pass your student. Pass. That goes along with grades. Okay, you, supervisor, decide if your child has learned what they need to learn, not the supervisor. Supervisors, supervisors check for compliance. Evaluators check for compliance. Supervisors decide what needs to be done. Evaluators just make sure that there's pro progress happening. Okay, that's a different story. Then, passing. Anyway, let's move on to number three. You as a supervisor are choosing the curriculum. You do not need to follow what the government school is doing. You do not need to do earth science, biology, chemistry, and physics in high school. You do not have to. You do not have to. There are guidelines in the law, very basic, very generic. Mention some algebra and geometry for older children, but not how much, not how involved. We're talking about exposure. Of course, if you got a kid who loves to learn and you want them to learn and they just are academic, yes, do all those things. It's wonderful. But don't feel like we have to follow exactly what the public school or a diploma program or a private Christian school is doing. Educate according to your children's gifts and abilities and your desire to have them grow and learn and love learning. Okay, you as a supervisor, make the kids do the work. I know, moms, sometimes you really hate being the heavy. Or dads out there. I know there's dads out there. You might really hate being the heavy. But you got to make them do their work. You got to make them write the papers. You got to make them practice the handwriting even though they hate it. Okay? They got to learn how to write. They got to learn how to read. You got to be willing to set aside the time to help them learn these things. I've been through it. I've had children, and I've, I think I've grown a lot since I'm older, um, but I've had children where I've been sitting helping them, and I'm telling you, moms, I'm ready to jump out of my skin. My skin crawls, and I am so impatient and ready to just...
just explode from the inside. But it's my responsibility to sit there and make sure they practice and learn and complete. And when they do a sloppy job to go back and say, do it again or do more. It's my responsibility. And mamas, we're not going to help our kids if we don't make sure that our kids are doing their work. You're not going to help them function as adults if you don't show them how to work. Go back to the Dorinder Wilson episode two episodes ago to learn about raising hard workers, okay? No one else is going to teach them to be a hard worker. No one else is going to teach them to hold their pencil. No one else is going to teach them the basic stuff. Yeah, maybe you can delegate that out to someone if it's really, really hard for you. But honestly, you still have to make sure that person is doing right by your kid and that your child is progressing under that person, right? But it's a joy to be the one who is patient enough to help see their child through it and to set aside time. Sometimes it means we've got to give up what we wanted to do. We might have to give up our job. We might have to give up our hobbies. We might have to give up mom time for a while. I've done it. I've been there. I've done it all. It's possible. It's very rewarding. It's very rewarding. Hard work. It's rewarding for you and for your kids. So number five, what about a supervisor? What's more that the supervisor does? You decide what a credit is. I did a whole video on credits and deciding what credits is. Did you know the word credits not in the homeschool law? It says nothing about how many credits your kid is supposed to have. And evaluators can give you an idea of what they think a credit should be. But ultimately, it's the supervisor's decision. A year of schoolwork. What does that mean? You decide. You decide what's appropriate for your senior high student to learn. Uh, How about testing? Well, you get to decide when to do it, what level to do it at, which test to use. It's all your choice. If you want your kid to take the PSSA, have at it. I don't think I would ever do that. But you can choose what you want. Uh, There's there's an approved list. On October 3rd, I'm going to be re-releasing my testing video. You can watch it and find out all kinds of information about testing. But you get to make those decisions as evaluator. You also decide if your child should do enroll as an upperclassman student. Should they take some college classes or is college just not the right thing? Or is that exposure bad for your child? You decide. You decide. And with older students, you decide with them. You work together. You decide if a co-op is right for you as the supervisor. Maybe it's great for this family and terrible for this family. You got to decide. But let me tell you, co-op means cooperative. So if you choose to be part of a co-op, guess what that means? No matter where your expectations are, if you're up here academically, if you're down here and you don't have much expectation and you're not pushing the academics in that way, but you come to a cooperative that's kind of here in the middle, then guess what? You got to bring your standards to that place and you got to uphold that level. So if you choose to be part of a co-op where you're part of a group, You might have to function outside of your preferred way to function as a homeschool family because you're agreeing to be part of a group. That's your responsibility as a supervisor to uphold the standard of that co-op, whether that means bringing down your academic expectation or bringing up your academic prowess. If you choose to join the group, you got to uphold what they're calling you to do. So, You know, I'm just putting that in there out of experience. I think it's important to think about these things as a supervisor and the effect it's going to have on your family and how your homeschool functions. Last one I'm going to touch on is you decide if your child skips grades. Skips grades. Okay, I'm going to actually do a whole other episode on this because 
This is a whole nother ball of wax, okay? I talked about grades before a few episodes back. You might want to go check it out. Um, but it's your decision. It's your decision where your child is at, okay? And I, I, I am going to, I'm totally going to make a whole nother episode on that because it's, wow. Wow, it's a whole nother kind of misunderstanding about the home, home education thing, the home learning um, topic. So in short, use the supervisor. You're in charge of all of it. I just laid out some very specific things, but just so you understand, supervisors, you're signing the paper, your responsibility for this stuff. Make decisions. You are not under the school district. You're not under the diploma program unless you choose to be, which is good and fine. I'm not speaking bad against them. But you decide what you're going to put yourself under, and you are not by law under a public school system. Okay? Read the law, homeschoolpennsylvania.org. Know what it says. Our law is different than the public school law. Okay? Make sure you know the difference. Don't be afraid of those responsibilities either. I know as you get started, it feels a little nerve-wracking, but as you get used to it and understand your freedoms, you're going to love it, and you're going to love having that responsibility. God is going to give you strength in it, and you guys are going to grow in it. So he's given this to you. He's given you the responsibility. He's given you the right to do it. It was his to give to you. Don't give it back. Don't relinquish it to someone else. Let God guide you through it all because he's not going to let you down. Okay? Break the shackles of that school system. I'm still doing it. After 17 years, I learned that system really well growing up, and I'm breaking out of it and breaking free and it's awesome. So don't take 17 years like I did. <laughs> Break free sooner. Okay, homeschool freedom. Homeschool in freedom. In freedom. As you train your kids to follow Christ in all of life. As you learn to follow Christ in all of life. In keeping up with this responsibility that God has given you as supervisor of a homeschool. It's awesome. It's awesome. Your relationship with Christ will grow. Your relationship with your kids will grow. It's going to be a beautiful thing. So you're doing a great job, supervisor. You are awesomely brave for choosing to homeschool and signing those papers and saying that you are the supervisor. It's awesome. I'm glad you did it. You won't regret it. Keep on keeping on. You can do the thing. You can do the thing. I believe in you. So thanks for tuning in today. I'm glad we could talk about this and what it is that the supervisor does. If you have any questions, please post them uh, right into staff at chaponline.com. Use our contact form at chaponline.com. You can message me here on Facebook. You can comment on YouTube. Um, I'm happy to help you with any other questions you have about the supervisor role or anything else with homeschooling that comes up with you that you need support with. We are here to help you with that. So like I said before, like us, subscribe to us, share us with people, let people know that this is here. I know there's lots of people that want to know about homeschooling or that are homeschooling that are confused about some things. And if you make them aware of this video and podcast, they can get the support they need to. So thanks for tuning in. I will see you next Tuesday. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Bye now.